0: Greetings, Carl. Here, there is. uh, I've just (laughs) I've just discovered something that I want to share with you, and I I hope it'll be useful. I don't feel at all like this is advice, or 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 my I I have no advice to offer. Um, Hopefully, I can share something with you in a way that, like, sort of pointing at it, will be useful. And 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 this is about loneliness. And I just this is a revelation to me. Um, so I, I may be maybe I'm the only one that needed this, but somehow I doubt that's true. so let me let me just walk you through this. I've always had this interaction with being alone. I've always translated that into loneliness. and 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 then I and then the next step was, Loneliness equals sad. Loneliness equals depressed. And even in some cases, like, uh, you know, uh, the narrative was like loneliness. Here it is. Loneliness meant something was wrong. Let me just pause for a minute there, right? Loneliness. In my mind, I'd built a story that if I felt alone, or lonely, it meant something was wrong, that that was something that needed to be fixed. Now, there's some deep reasons, like I, I part of it has to do with my father. Um, and, and he seems to be alone and are lonely, and I want to prevent having that experience myself. Um, there's some deep seated stories there. But there's, there's there, when I sort of started pulling on the thread a bit, I found this interesting thread that that goes back to when I read a book, and I and I bet many of you have read the book because it, it the book did really well. A lot of people read this book. It, it's called Never Eat Alone by Keith, and I can't remember Keith's last name right now. But Never Eat Alone, and 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 the premise of the book, you know, it's around sort of networking and how to build your your network. And the premise of the book is awesome, and it's great, and it's well intentioned. I'm not. I, by no means do I mean to slam the book. I just think it's so funny when we all decide to collectively accept one person's narrative around something. Because I read that book, you know, whatever, 10 years, 20 years? I can't, when I, I can't even remember when it came out. I read it after it came out, and I believe that was 20 years ago. Um, maybe not quite 20, 15, 20 years ago. Ever since then, you know, you sort of like all these little stories, you know, the, the story I shared briefly a minute ago about my father and who, uh, my, you know, the story I shared briefly about my father and, and then this book, Never Eat Alone, you start to build this narrative that if you're alone, something is wrong, especially if you're eating alone, right? So I would be on business trips mainly around speaking right so i'm speaking to a group of 20 or 3000 like it doesn't matter i put out a ton of energy when i speak it's 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 intense and I, I i enjoy that intensity and it's i like bringing that energy to the experience and when i'm done sometimes there are you know dinners or cocktail parties afterwards and 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 and, and and sometimes I like those. But often after speaking, I'm kind of just worn out, right? And I just want to go have a nice, quiet, healthy meal and get to bed early. And I would feel like such, I'm going to use this word carefully, but I would feel like such a loser because I would be saying no to the cocktail party or the dinner, the, you know, the big group dinner, I'd be saying no to that and i was and then on top of saying no to that because couldn't that be an opportunity for to network and build your business right in on top of saying no to that i was going to walk into a restaurant and eat alone and i read this book that said i was never to do that right and then i would sit at the table and based on some conversations i've had with i'm thinking many of you who who are listening to this even on twitter i had this conversation um Many of you share this. You know, you sit at the table and you don't know what to do with your. Everybody else is eating with someone. Look at that loser over there eating by himself. <laughs> you know, that voice is crazy. And, and so, they're like, oh, do you bring? You know, you better have a book or a notebook with you. And is the is the book so that you enjoy reading the book, or is the book so that other people can look? You know, look at you and go, oh yeah, he's 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 doing. So it's such a fascinating narrative. And and what I want to point to is like it's all a myth. It's all a story. It's that's the revelation to me that guess what? Here's the revelation. Being alone does not mean that something is wrong. And I'm gonna take it one step further. Feeling lonely is not a sign that something needs to be fixed. And I know those two are, are, there's some differences there. You know, the, the, the feeling of loneliness may need, you know, to be addressed. But it doesn't need to be fixed. It's like saying, hey, it's raining. I need to make it sunny. Being alone is not something that needs to be fixed. Feeling loneliness does not need to be fixed. And maybe what I, the revelation to me is like, how do I turn the feeling of loneliness? Because if I stop thinking it needs to be fixed, if I stop thinking that it's a sign that something's wrong, if I stop all that, I can say, wait, maybe what I, what I was feeling was not loneliness. Maybe what I was feeling was the need for solitude and quiet. So if I can turn loneliness, if I can transform loneliness into solitude and quiet... Man, the story changes, doesn't it? Do you feel that? Like the story changes. Loneliness becomes solitude and quiet. Wow, the story changes. There's no story about my father. There's no story about feeling like a loser because I read some book. There's just like, wait, I enjoy solitude and quiet sometimes. And it serves a purpose for me. And it's valuable. In fact, I could go one step further and say, am I willing to give up a night, an evening of solitude and quiet to go to this event where there will be lots of people? that, that suddenly the whole narrative changes. And by the way, I, I've been told I'm an extrovert. I, that, that, that's a whole new discussion we could have, introvert, extrovert, whatever. I've been told I, I'm an extrovert, but solitude and quiet is a valuable, increasingly valuable commodity in my life. And I just want to point real quickly to some of our sort of wisdom traditions. You know, just look at the life of Jesus. You know, he was in the middle of things, wasn't he? There were crowds around. And yet there were plenty of times where he said, I need to be alone. You know, you know you need to pay attention when... Jesus comes back from being afar off or being in the mountain. Or I think there's one, one section where it refers to it as um, to a place set apart. You know when he comes back from those 40 days, you know he's about to say something important. And so I think, tr- to me, this is the revelation, the sort of l- the, the experience, like l- physical experience I had today talking this through with a a really good friend was being alone is not a sign you're a loser. (laughs) Feeling lonely is not something that has to be fixed in air quotes fixed, right? Maybe we just transfer the word loneliness to solitude and quiet right and and we embrace it and we realize the role that it plays in our lives and it's okay and now we now we've unwound the entire myth and now we just need to learn to feel our way into that new story repeatedly over time so that we can make it permanent the change in that story can become permanent we can have a new story around being alone, around the value of solitude and quiet, and even around the occasional feelings of loneliness. They're like the rain. We can't make them go away. Let's just let's embrace them a bit and realize it doesn't make us losers or it doesn't make this something wrong. That's been the revelation for me. I hope, oh man, I hope that there's someone out there listening to this that feels the same way. Right? I hope that's helpful to you in the way that it's been helpful to me. Um, again, I, if that's you, please just shoot me a quick email. Do hello at Behavior Gap. And would you do me a favor? In the subject line, just put podcast. Put podcast. That way I, I, I'll, I'll make sure that I see it and I get to read it and I'll I'll know what it's about. Thank you. Talk to you later.